Hello everybody, welcome to Podcast for Me, podcast about life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, news, video games, and all things nerd. Uh, it's a podcast for me, but it could be for you as well. And uh, judging by the enormous amount of emails I get, I've noticed that I, no one's really listening. But it doesn't really matter. As long as I get those thoughts out into the ether, life is good. A little bit about myself. I'm a I'm an X-ray MA, and uh, I think uh, if you want more info on what I do, I mean, just refer to the first podcast where I talk about it. But uh, I got Employee of the Month uh, yesterday. It was crazy, you know, getting Employee of the Month recognition for you know just doing your job. It's a it's a weird thing, you know. It's uncomfortable and unsettling in the sense that you're so used to just doing things without reward in this day and age uh, that when you are rewarded for it, it feels kind of weird, you know, counterintuitive. You're used to just you know. Usually, if you're a hard worker, other people are jealous and they might say something or try to undermine you in some way because they they feel inferior in your in your ways. Or, or most times, like if you're a hard worker, uh, the more things you do, the more chances you can get in trouble for things. You know, see you hundred patients, that increases your chances of getting in trouble a hundred times, really. But if you only see one patient, try to avoid work, you really don't have that much of a chance of getting trouble. And, you know, that that's a thing, you know. But when you work and you grind it out in this day and age of November 7, 2017, you, you just you don't really pay attention to all that. You just kind of do what you will. Some people kind of turn their brains off and, and, and just move forward in their day-to-day routine and other people are just going from point to point, you know, hour to hour, minute to minute. Uh, and that's how things are. But let's follow with the format that I've uh, been pushing for this entire time. It's the, I do some news reading. So there was a uh, shooting uh, the other day in Texas, and um, it was Sunday, which was two days ago. And uh, this guy shot up a church in Texas, and of course he got caught and killed because he killed himself. That's, that's usually how it goes. It's a white guy, and yes, he had access to guns. And uh, that is it, man. I mean, the news just uh, keeps putting it out there. I mean, 90% of the news is either Trump, of course, because he's he's the new he's the bad guy of of the news, and and this and this guy shooting things it's like nothing but it's like uh, gun control comes into play I mean he had access to guns and now we're trying to control guns I mean what a debate that is you know that's become I I don't know why there's not some kind of forum a national forum where people maybe vote for who can speak on a subject right like a philosopher uh, or just an average person you have two opposing points and they, they go at it and they talk about it to find the truth of the matter right make and then you have a mediator and he uh, he just says 
you know, he, he listens to both of them as they're talking back and forth to each other, making sure they're not overlapping each other, and then actually paying attention so he could bring up points so they don't really gloss over. Because when you have a debate, in like in a political way, they kind of like talk at each other and gloss over points. They don't really bring up, they don't really attack certain points, and I really don't think uh, anything gets solved there. And when you have a uh, shooting, a bunch of people, and you turn it into a thing about guns, I mean, yes, if you didn't have those guns, you probably wouldn't have killed those people with guns. But who's to say he wouldn't have figured something else out? All it does is take one person to figure out how to make a bomb or perhaps a virus of some sort. You know, that's the future, I think. And uh, then what, what are we going to talk about that? No, I mean... Probably not. And it seems like this whole con this whole thing has been hijacked by political views. You know, Trump says this, and then anti-Trump people throw in their points. And then, you know, like let's let's get to the root of the matter. I mean, this dude was in the Air Force, discharged. Uh, I guess he was abusive, and uh, I guess he snapped and he shot a bunch of people. And, um, yeah, we, it's easy to say he's crazy, he was crazy, and he was just, he's fell through the cracks. That's what happens here. These people fall through the cracks, and they uh, get the resolve of killing people, as opposed to killing themselves, which they ultimately end up doing. And they, uh, they try to be infamous in this way. I mean... This guy will be forgotten, because I've already forgotten his name. As well as the Vegas shooter, I've already forgotten his name. You know. And they always post a stupid picture of him where he's like, he's fat looking and just disgusting, you know, onto himself. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, I mean, people were just, uh, hurting everywhere. And some of them just gets the balls to just start shooting people. It's usually white guys. Middle-aged white guys. And well, why isn't that a conversation? You know? As opposed to, you know, like a Muslim blows up or runs runs his bus into a bunch of people. It's a terrorist thing. But when a middle-aged white guy starts shooting up things, we talk about guns. Why don't we talk about buses, huh? Why don't we talk about vans running into people? Or if a Muslim dude blows up something, why are we talking about that? And that's been a while since they actually blown shit up. But uh, when a guy goes and uh, shoots at a church where like guns, bad guns, and then another middle-aged white dude kills a bunch of people, we talk about guns. Uh, I mean, we could talk about mental disorder. Maybe that's something to be spoken of. Um, I mean, because you don't do it with the Muslims. You don't do it with terrorists. You just it's called terrorists, you know, and that's 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 the subject matter. But it's not as heated as it like I mean, cause just recently a dude ran a bus or a van into in, oh, you piece of shit. The computer just made a sound. Oh, it irritated me. Uh, this guy ran into a um, bunch of people, killed a bunch of people, and it was a terrorist thing. That's what they said. And boom, this dude kills a bunch of people in a church. Of course, he got higher numbers. Because he had guns, and then it became a gun issue. 
but within the last like two months, you know, you've got these white guys doing some bad things, and there's not. I mean, I'm not trying to have a like a whole like let's let's get get to the white guys. Why don't we figure out why these white guys are doing it? You know, <laughs> like why is it this this section of people doing it? You get the Muslims and the terrorists and everything because everyone just kind of formulated. Uh, they have a bad life and they 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 went to a different cause and. Islam's to blame, and that's why they did it, you know, and, and that's it, you know, there's no more thought than that, but when a white guy, middle age, and it's a guy, it's not a girl, it's a guy, uh, he's middle age to like 50, you know, and then, which I, I the only way, that's just, uh, there's more to this than just guns, I mean, guns are bad, I guess, but then again, I mean, I could buy a gun. You'll see me shooting things up. You don't see like a bunch of random uh, black people uh, shooting up churches and such. You don't see a bunch of women shooting in a bunch of places. You don't see elderly men shooting up places. You don't see a bunch of Asians shooting up a bunch of places. No, you see a bunch of middle-aged white guys. Yet when the terrorists do something, or terrorists, oh, you even got me saying it. Even when, the, when a, like a brown guy does it, obviously a terrorist. I'm repeating myself, I've noticed. I'm just going in loops. There's something to that, and I was trying to fish for it, but I couldn't I couldn't really get it. And then there's more Trump news. I'm, as I'm scrolling down here, I'm just saying, Trump that, Typhoon, well, that's different. Killed a bunch of people. Only killed uh, 44, so, I mean, nobody really cares. I mean, that's your numbers. I don't think people were meant to know that many people were dying. Because <laughs> you read that number... And you say the words, that's that's tragic, but do you really feel any tragedy? I mean, everyone, whoever listens to this, if they ever do, everyone knows what tragedy is. You feel that thing, you know? If, if your neighbor suddenly just died, that would be a tragedy, and you would feel that. I mean, if you know your neighbors. Or if your best friend died, that would be a tragedy. That You could feel that pain. But then when you read something about in Vietnam that 44 people died... Do you, and you think, oh yeah, it's tragic. Do you feel the same tragic, the word tragic, as if your best friend died? I don't think so. So, I report it, just so you know. Oh, uh, Trump wants extra $4 billion for North Korea missile defense. <sighs> really? That's a lot of money. And then, um,. That's it for that kind of news. Let's see what else. We, what other news we got here? Nothing sciency. I clicked on science. Nothing. Nothing sciency at all. Uh uh. Or uh, how, wait. I clicked on science and I see Texas church could be guns. Uh, wait. Texas church shooter could buy guns because the Air Force didn't react, report his domestic violence conviction. Two things here. One. Oh, it sucks to be the Air Force in that respect. They're gonna hammer whoever didn't do that. Two. Why is that in the science section? Let's. Um, I clicked science. But why? Why would that be there? Stephen Hawking says AI could be the worst event in the history of our civilization. Now that dude is a genius, but he can't just say things just to say them, and no one's really gonna question them. No one. No one's that smart. Well, let's think about AI, artificial intelligence. He got. You got a uh, 
being that you make, like a, like a computer that thinks for itself. And they think much faster. Just use your calculator and put big number divided by another big number. It does it instantly. Can you only imagine something that can, if it think for itself, and it can do huge numbers like that, and it thinks really fast, I mean, the pros and cons of that. I mean, hopefully it doesn't think to itself, we don't need people. Uh, that's pretty much where he's going at. I think Elon Musk said something to the effect of, uh, AI won't just, uh, it's not that they'll just take over, it's just that they'll do something that we didn't foresee. Like you say, build a paperclip, it builds a thousand paperclips, and it takes resources from people. <laughs> like we needed the bones, or that would be more efficient. Or cure cancer, and it kills all the people in the world, and there's no more cancer because there's no people. And then it kills all the animals too, because animals get cancer too. And then it's like, shit, there, I cured cancer. I mean, that's the big thought. And uh, the problem with that is, um, if America doesn't make AI, someone else will. And of course someone's going to connect it to the internet. Could it be a middle-aged white man? Who knows? What would we complain then? Complain about AI, of course. Uh, well, science, that's it, man. That's news. That is news. Do you have any thoughts? opinions about any of this, you can email me at uh, podcastforme at gmail.com. Again, that's podcast for, that's F-O-R, me at gmail.com. I'll totally read this online. I'll see like a million of these. And I will definitely read it as a thing. So, let's talk about some things. Let's get into some things. I watched uh, Thor this weekend. I love that movie. So, here's my spoiler-free review. Great movie. Very funny. Uh, characters moved to the end of the story well. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you're like, how did they get here? How did they get there? Uh, what was this motivation? Everyone worked the way they were going to do things. They did it right. Uh, a lot of action. Good action. A lot of comedy. Good comedy. The most comedy I've seen in a Marvel movie. I uh, love the characters. Uh, the villain was cool too. Real good actress. Uh, what's her name? Kate Blanchett. She's really good. She was Hella, which is like uh, hardcore uh, Norse goddess of death, I guess. In the movie, she was an executioner. Mm, that's pretty cool. Um, let's see here. The concept was cool. The design was well. I love the use of music. It was really good. Uh, connects to the Marvel Universe, of course. Uh, Alright, that's spoiler free. Let's go into spoilers. Alright, so once again, spoilers. If you don't want to spoil the uh, movie for yourself, uh, stop listening. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it. Go watch that movie. And then come back to me and listen to my thoughts about the movie have your own thoughts as well and email me at gmail uh, podcastforme at gmail.com mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so okay so the movie is uh, Thor defeats this guy <clears throat> it starts out where Thor defeats this guy he's like a big devil looking thing and he says he's going to cause 
uh, Ragnarok, which is uh, the destruction of uh, Thor's home at Asgard. So Thor's like, I'm going to mess him up. And so he does. He beats him up. And uh, takes his head. Turns out, like, if his head... If like he for some reason if he's he has a prophecy where he'll be reborn on Asgard and destroy it and grow the size of a mountain that kind of thing and Thor takes him out says not today Thor comes home and uh, Odin's having like parties and plays and and Thor recognizes that that's not that's not his dad that's that's obviously Loki so he takes him out and. Uh, yeah, at that point, they're like, where's Odin? And so, like, uh, I guess Loki hid Odin on Earth. So they go to Earth, and um, they can't find Odin. Uh, and then some other guy from the Marvel Universe takes him up, and it's Doctor Strange. And I guess he's the protector of the Earth. And he, he grabs him up, and he's all like, hey, what are you guys doing here? Loki's a bad guy. What, what are you guys doing here? And then Thor's like, hey, man, I just need to find my dad. I need to find Loki, and we're gone. Doctor Strange's like, okay, cool. So he finds, so he sends the two to Odin. Odin's like, I'm about to die, but watch out. But I die. This one lady, uh, your sister, she's most powerful ever, was trapped, and when I die, she'll be able to escape. And they're like, whoa, what the heck? And uh, it sounds pretty goofy, but it, I mean, it works. It works. He dies. And uh, with uh, some knowledge, hey man, home is where the heart is. Home is where your people's at. It doesn't matter about the place. He says that little tidbit. You don't really pay attention to that. It just happens. Uh, Hela comes out right quick as soon as Thor di or Odin dies. And she's p played by Kate Blanchett. And she is badass. She comes out, talks some shit. The two fight, or the three fight. And um, Loki seeing that he, they can't beat her was like hey let's get out of here and uh, they use some kind of a teleportation device and uh, which I'm not going to really get into because you just watch the movie they get teleported but lo and behold Hela follows after them fights them in this whole teleportation between realms which is, is the galaxy and then they uh, they uh, they get knocked out of the, the big what is it called the, the portal thing and they're all parts of the universe. And Hela goes to Asgard. Hela takes it over. Kick, kills everybody. She's just badass like that. And uh, uh, Thor ends up on this planet. And uh, gets captured. And he has to fight in this big uh, coliseum against other people who got caught. I guess like this planet is a melting pot of the universe. Like it has all these little black hole wormhole portals all throughout the universe and everything goes there like like trash and that's how Thor got there and Loki turns out to be there too but he got there earlier because of a time dilation kind of thing so he got there earlier and uh, this whole Colosseum this whole planet's ran by this dude called the Grand Master who somehow took over an entire planet and he's goofy he's played by Jeff Goldblum Real good character. I really didn't think much of him, but it, it worked. The Grandmaster in the comics, his name is Endui Gast. And uh, there's more to him. So I don't know if they're going to to do that with uh, that world. 
I know I don't think they're gonna do that in the Marvel universe. He's like an elder of the universe, and uh, I guess he's been around for a while. Well, anyways, uh, so what he does for fun is he makes people fight. So I guess there's like this uh, guy who's kicking ass in the Colosseum. So they brought Thor in to do some badass fighting to this 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 call this champion, as it were. And it turns out it's the Hulk. And they're buddies, but the Hulk, I guess he's been Hulk for so long, he don't know who Thor is, so they fight, and it's pretty badass. And uh, Thor uses, like, some lightning powers that he just he just has all of a sudden. I guess he always had it, but he never knew how to use it. And, uh, oh yeah, and there's this lady who captured Thor, and I guess she captured Hulk, too, in the, in the beginning. And her name is, I guess, Valkyrie? Uh, which, I thought she was a Valkyrie, but I guess she takes the moniker of Valkyrie. That's her name. And she's like a badass special ops Asgardian warrior who went to fight Hela back in the day, the Dizay, and lost and just ended up on that planet and stayed there. So she found Hulk and she found Thor and had them fight each other. Um... There's a bunch of other minor characters in there. Um, they fight in the Coliseum. Hulk wins. They become buddies. Hulk becomes a person again. Like Bruce Banner. And they go back to fight Hela. And, um, you know, some self-improvements happen. A lot of cool battles happen. Song montages. And uh, they fight Hela. Beat her. Thor uses Thor power. Where, I guess, like, this whole time... The hammer that he'd been using was only focusing his lightning powers, and now he's this badass. And they play this cool immigrant song from um, Led Zeppelin as he's beating ass. That was pretty cool. Turns out that Thor thinks, oh yeah, that's what we need to do. Uh, Hela draws her strength from, I guess, Asgard. So if Asgard's gone, she doesn't have strength, boom. So what they do is they, cre uh, they get that guy that they beat in the beginning of the movie, and... Uh, they bring him back to life through some plot point, plot device called the Fire of Life. And he comes back, destroys everything, but they save all the people of Asgard, so, or most of them. And they live happily ever after. Uh, Thor and Loki kind of make up. That's about it. That's pretty cool. The, the bro love is strong with those two. Um. They're on a big ship, and then uh, I guess like Thanos comes out at the in the mid-credits scene, like when when the movie ends, the credits come out, and um, Thanos comes out, and he's just like, I don't know what happens after that. They don't really show it. So that is the movie. I mean, there's a bunch of little things in between, but you watch the movie. Uh, key thoughts: Korg. Oh, Korg was played by the director. That's funny. He will use the voice. The director I like is uh, Taika Watiti. Great guy. I like the direction of this movie so much with song montages and and just violence. And it had a real 80s science fiction feel. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, this guy's pretty good. Like, I'm looking at the things he did. He did uh, What We Do in the Shadows. That was funny. He made Eagles... Versus Shark, which is a stupid movie. 
Um, yeah. He did pretty good with this movie. I mean, I'm surprised they gave it to him. I don't even think they knew what they did when they did it. They just gave him the movie. Uh, he's really good. Uh, he was the voice of this guy called Korg. In the comics, he's this big rock monster dude from Alien of Rock Dudes, and uh, Thor beats him up. <laughs> and in the in the in the comics, uh, Korg uh, uh, bands together with the Hulk, and uh, they take they take over that world. And uh, Korg in, in the comics, he was he really isn't that hardcore. He just says cool little things every now and then, but he wasn't that. He didn't have that much of a personality in the movie. He had a lot of personality. He had a British voice, which was crazy, and uh, he said some things that were funny. Like uh, I guess, um, like before they even knew it was the Hulk, he goes, he goes, yeah. Uh, Thor's like, I'm gonna go beat the challenger, and da 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 da. And he goes, Doug said that too. Doug's dead now, and then the guy's like, I'll still beat him. I go, oh, so you must be new, Doug. And I thought that was funny. Anthony Hopkins always plays a great, smart, old, wise guy, wise old man. He's always the wise old man. He's kind of typecast, never an idiot, except for that Transformers movie. Ugh. Uh, Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo, good, great time. Hulk was cool. Mark Ruffalo was cool. Yeah, this guy named Carl Ur Urban. He's a good actor, man. That guy is McCoy in Star Trek. He's in Lord of the Rings. He's in a lot of movies as just some guy. And his name is Scourge. Now he's a he's a he's a weird character. He starts out like just a a dude running the uh, the portal machine, and uh, he has these two M16s. It looks like so these two rifles. He calls them Des and Troy, and he puts them together. Destroy. I guess he turns into a bad guy at the uh, beginning of the movie because, you know, Hela is pretty badass. He's like, oh, I'll serve you. And then at the very end, he dies trying to save his uh, people with his two M16s, which was pretty tight. Uh, Valkyrie was pretty tight. She was cool. She was a badass. Uh, badass woman. Warrior. Uh, seems like there was a little bit of a heat between Valkyrie and Thor, but... As female characters go, that are very alpha, they usually end up becoming lesbians in this day and age. Hopefully, maybe they, she gets with Thor, maybe, I hope. But I think they're not going to go that direction, because in 2017, being gay, female, is in. So, you know, got to push that agenda. Uh, you got Jeff Goldblum, he's the Grandmaster, he's pretty good. Idris Elba, he was Hemadel. Now, that guy is a fantastic actor, an awesome guy, but he doesn't really do much. He saves some people, but it just didn't feel like they utilized that, this, this great actor. They also had Benedict Cumberbatch, and he's Doctor Strange. They didn't utilize him well. Well, they did some fun things with him. Uh, they killed a lot of the old Thor characters. Ray Stevenson, he was in it. He was Volstag. He was in the other movies, and he dies. They killed the Asian guy. I don't know, Hogan. He died pretty quick. And of course, Thor and Loki are pretty tight. Um, the music was good. The characters were good. I really liked uh, Thor. He was funny. 
One reviewer said, Most enjoyable movie for me. Thanks for giving me joy, Marvel. I really needed it. <laughs> Some random guy. And that is Thor. What did you think of Thor Ragnarok? If you liked it, let me know. If you hated it, let me know. I'd like to hear someone who hates this movie. Who hates this movie? Let's see if I can find a review that hates this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it was, it was really good. I really liked this movie. Uh, see all 428 reviews. Best. Let's see here. Hated it. Here we go. Hated it. Let's do this. One guy hated it. Looks like a Roman. Oh, that's this shit's intense. Two guys hate Gary Freeman. No tagline? Like, I hated it because... Thor Ragnarok officially made me give up on cinema. Uh, so bad. Disappointing goofball comedy. Feels like Monty Python version of Thor. Eh, these guys are clowns. The movie's great. If you didn't like that movie, I don't want to know you. But then again, hey, if you're listening to this and you didn't like that movie, I want to hear your thoughts on that. You know? That'd be something. Let's see here. Wanted to get into Orville only because I saw an episode recently uh, that was interesting. See, I always had the thought that if everyone had the ability to vote, so what happens now in this day and age is uh, you vote on a representative and that representative votes on other people and then then you have a a big voting on who's the most popular guy or girl in state-wise. I mean, a lot of voting going on, but you, you vote for a representative and they do most of your main voting. They decide who you vote for, you know. No, no complete votes, you know. And I always thought, you know, back in the day, uh, yeah, you lived uh, really far from Washington or wherever the main establishment was. So you had to have somebody, you couldn't have a whole town go to a certain place and vote. It just didn't work. So you just voted for one representative from your town and they would go and they meet up with other representatives and so on and so forth. And that's how your voting would be because, you know, you only had horses and such. But nowadays you have cell phones, so it wouldn't be hard to make an app to to vote exactly for what you wanted. You know, I always thought like if if you had a council of people of philosophers and teachers, and they decided what to vote on, uh, or yeah, what to vote on, like uh, structure the things that we want as people, and uh, will we put polar money to whether it be science or war or the education system, or feeding the poor, things like that. I always thought if we just create a council to decide that, decide what we should be voting for, having discussions and things like that, it'd be better. Cause we, and then we would just all vote, or we just all vote with our cell phones, you know? They just, they, they put out a point, and then we all vote on it, because we have cell phones, you know? I mean, if you could bank online, I mean, it wouldn't be hard to create a, a system for, your, for like, an app on a computer and or cell phone where you just, like, click OK, certified vote, you know, and I thought that would be world peace right there. But more to the point, I watched this Orville show, and this is a science fiction show um, where in which uh, it's totally copying Star Trek, where you have a 
group of planets that formed an alliance and they uh, go around uh, doing peaceful things and this one ship called the Orville is run by this one crew and they get into some wacky adventures and uh, which is just a to talk about social things through science fiction, you know, like it, there really is a theme, a message to each episode, maybe, and it's displayed in a funny manner with some action. But it does get get you thinking about things. I mean, hopefully, when you watch something or read something, you see more into it as opposed to just looking at it like a firework. You know, you don't look at fireworks and think to yourself, you know, like or you would look at fireworks and you're like, oh, that's cool, but that's it. I would hope that more people would watch things and see more than just fireworks. See, oh, the truth of the matter. Well, this is really about racism, or this is really about sexism, or this is really about uh, persecuting people without any evidence. Things like that. I mean, like that's with anything you're watching. If there's nothing there, I mean, maybe you shouldn't be watching it. So anyways, I watched this one episode. I'm not going to get into the characters and everything and the entire plot, but maybe maybe I will. So it's called The Majority Rule. Now, the crew of the Orville go to this planet where they are studying an Earth that's similar to our Earth of the 2000s, right? And in this planet, they vote on everything. And they show you what happens when everybody has a uh, vote. And uh, uh, this turned my whole philosophy on voting upside down. I always thought if everyone could vote, it'd be a good thing. You know, we all do it as a team. But you see the dangers of that. And uh, you can see that now in our life. But let me, let me go what down. So they, um, these two guys, uh, they're, they're scientists. They're on the planet pretending to be normal people. And they, got these, uh, they get voted that they are um, terrible people. Because there was a pregnant lady, and um, she, she, they didn't offer their seat to the pregnant lady, and it was recorded because there's video cameras everywhere. And these guys weren't really looking; they didn't notice. They were looking at their book. They didn't notice that the pregnant lady was there. But because the mass majority of the people saw this and shared it on their cell phones and such, they became unpopular. Like what they called the unvoted or something, a downvote. So everybody voted them down. So their public opinion went down, and so therefore, they had to be uh, they had to go on, I guess, a trial of some sort where they had to get people to like them. And if people didn't like them, they lobotomized them, which is terrible. It was an unreversible effect. And uh, just because everyone, the majority of people, saw what they did, and uh, decided that they were bad people, and you don't need bad people in your world. And I was like, wow, that's crazy that that happened. And it happens again, and it's displayed terribly. Like, they they have this actor here, this, this one guy. Um, he's such a terrible actor. Uh, Bordis? No, no, he's cool, I actually like that guy. Is, is this him, Jay Lee? Lieutenant John Lamar? Oh, yeah, Lamar. God, he's a terrible actor. Or the parts he has is terrible. I guess he uh, he's making fun of one other actress, and he starts humping the statue, and he's just fake humping, and he goes, he, he, everyone thinks, oh, I can't believe you did that, uh, so he almost gets lobotomized, and um, 
But what I thought about the episode, I don't really care about the episode, really. I mean, it, it was terrible. But the thought, it did get my brain thinking. It captured my imagination in the, in the sense that, I mean, if everybody did have the power to vote for things like, you know, let's get rid of these people because we don't like them. I mean, a group of people become a mob. And mobs are never good. We just crowd around. And uh, a lot of us just get led, you know. And um, one guy said that uh, voting should be earned. And that, that's so counterintuitive than I thought. Everyone should have a voice. But really, if you have ten people in a room and only two people know uh, about, let's see here. You're, you're voting about, I don't know, uh, math like what an answer would be and it's one plus one is two okay and you have ten people now two of those people are mathematicians eight of them aren't they're idiots on the subject of math and you're voting on what the answer is now, two mathematicians they'll, they'll, they'll get the right answer and the other eight don't the majority rules and you have a wrong answer. Everyone's thinking it's three when the two mathematicians say it's two. I mean, that's that does translate to what we have in society. If a mob, and especially in the news, how it leads into things, if everybody thinks one thing, like the majority, that is the reality of a situation. You know, like, uh, for instance, uh, war and things like that you know world war ii we got attacked we we took them down you know we we're like hey we gotta fight this thing and then now everywhere since then we just kind of lose because like i mean I, we're it just it just keeps going on it's like we don't know what we're doing because our majority keeps pushing us to do things and i i guess there's no real voice i don't know that's something different though right but you do have you do have in some instances where people are wrongly accused of things or rightly accused but it doesn't matter you have the majority of people believing what they believe girl says guy raped her you're going to automatically everyone's going to go in that direction oh man she fucking she got raped get this guy but there was no proof we don't need proof that's uh that's you victim blaming or whatever use these word words that don't really get to the point of the matter uh, like if uh, if you say a teacher molested a kid uh, man that guy's gone I mean it will be even if he didn't do anything everyone's gonna take the kid because you know, like the severity of it is too big you can't just discount whatever the kid said I mean because just that one percent chance is terrible but in, in hindsight, I mean, the guy probably didn't do it. What are you going to say? What, what, you've already accused him. He's done. Everyone's going to think, oh, even if they prove that he didn't do it, people are still going to think, oh, he probably did something, you know? So it's, it's, it's a tough thing, you know? If we did have true democracy in that respect of voting for every little thing, I mean, the majority of people... Uh, follow Kim Kardashian as opposed to Neil deGrasse Tyson mass majority follow how much they hate Trump as opposed to Elon Musk and everything he does
I mean, that's the way things are. People just kind of gravitate towards easy things that they can wrap their heads around. Astrophysicists and quantum physics, you know, who, who cares, right? Those are just made-up things. Yeah. Not really made up, I mean, like, but if you ta ask the average person, they really won't could tell you anything about Neil deGrasse Tyson or anything like that. They probably, uh, but if you said, who's Kim Kardashian, they would know. Who that is, you know, and maybe my terminology is outdated too, because I don't really keep the track to what's popular nowadays. I just use her because I know her, you know. Oh, no, I don't know her, know her, but I just use that as an easy thing. So you know what? Let me bring up other stuff, cause uh, I just I I don't know why I brought all that up. Let's see here. Majority rule. Get there. Reveal. It's crazy. Turn voting upside down. Uh, <laughs> chess with the children. All right. So the other day, my kid was. Um, he said something for attention. He made fun of me, and I saw that in in him. That's how he wants attention. He wants to, you know, make fun of other people to better his position, you know, and uh, I thought to myself, well, I got to squash this because this could lead into bullying because I, I always like to stop fires before they start, and I tried to explain to him, I'm all like, you know, Seth, you really shouldn't try to put people down. Now, this kid didn't really hurt my feelings. Let's be real, man. He's seven. It doesn't, <laughs> it's not, you, you can't be really uh, clever at seven. I mean, if you can, more power to you, and if he, if, if he truly was clever... And uh, people thought it was funny. I think that's not that's not bad, you know. If you're really good at making fun, but he really didn't come up with anything good. I think he called me poopy face or something stupid. I don't know. And I was like, hey man, you really don't want to get attention in that way because that's just an, you know, that's a bad guy. That's what bad guys do. You know, they make other people look bad to make themselves look good, and you don't want to do that. He took that to heart and. Uh, he was real sad about that in that in that respect, and I thought to myself, like, how could I teach this lesson without him feeling sad? You know, I don't know because, like, all right, when you have a baby, there's this thing you have. It's called tummy time. Now I'll finish this other thought. I know I don't finish thoughts, but I'll get to it. You you got this thing called tummy time. What you do is you put your your baby that likes being on its back. You put it on its stomach. He or she then doesn't enjoy that. But in the end, the kid's a little bit stronger, able to push up into a crawl position, from crawl to stand to stand to walk. I mean, that's your progression of things. And uh, they don't like it. They don't like being pushed in that way. It makes them sad and they cry. And uh, back to the point, you teach. I'm trying to teach my kid, hey man, you shouldn't, um, you shouldn't push down other people, you shouldn't bully other people, you shouldn't make fun of other people make yourself look better for attention you know I framed it in that way because that's really what it is I mean you should bu bully people either but I mean sometimes you know uh, it's okay like if I if I say hey you're a poopy face you come back at me and I told him that in that respect and he didn't like it because you know no one wants to be the bad guy in their story and he felt a little sad so maybe that was a little bit of tummy time for him you know but it, it's hard to know because as a parent you can look up online.
for the pros of what I did and the cons of what I did. You know, I could find arguments for what I did, but arguments against what I did. And so there's really no retrospect in the... Well, I mean, there's no... Uh, there's no map to see if, like, I did things right, you know. And maybe at the end of things, will I know? I'll never know because if I did things right because... Um, Maybe that did do something. Maybe I did not do something. I'll never know. But helping ch children out, like trying to teach them and raise them, is a bit of a chess game, you know. You, you say one thing, and then at the moment it doesn't seem right, but later on it might be good. And the problem is with, with chess there is a winner, or maybe a draw, but... Don't be lame. Always have a winner. And what I'm trying to win here is to raise the best child that I can. And uh, I went that direction. And then I and then I thought back on it. I thought, man, man, maybe I shouldn't have told him that he was acting bad. But uh, if I just let it keep going, I mean, I'm just encouraging it. You know, and a, lo a lot of things I, I notice when I'm raising my kid. Um, it's a uh, do I need to bring this up, or should I bring this up, or should I just let it go? And uh, I think baby steps, you know, like you know, attack certain issues, let certain issues go. Because if you keep attacking all the little issues, I think uh, it, it doesn't make your point valid when it's something big. Like, hey, don't drink and drive, you know. Oh, you just always tell me not to do things. You're always saying no, 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 no. So, those are my thoughts on raising kids. It's a very, very difficult thing. And if you find yourself raising a kid easily, maybe you should look into what you're doing and seeing if you're doing it right. Because raising another human being should be hard. It should be difficult. Most things of value are hard. You know, I mean, um, when you go to work and you do something more for something else than yourself, that is kind of hard, right? No? Uh, you know what? I didn't really formulate that thought well. Yeah. But I do think that people need, like, to work hard to get something out of something. And I think that's why most people are sad and depressed most days, because they just do things, and maybe maybe it's hard, but it's not for not for something they want, you know. Like you're flipping fucking burgers all day, and uh, yeah, you're not uh, getting it anywhere. You just burgers are just flipping, and uh, it's hard work because you're constantly doing monotonous thing and uh, you have nothing to show for it but a paycheck I mean if you have a slave and you tell him to build a pyramid now this has been uh, debunked I guess I say that artisans made pyramids but let's just go with slaves and you tell them to build the pyramid and all you give them is bread and water all they're doing is living for bread and water building this pyramid which is greater than themselves right uh, and all they got in life is bread and water. I mean, is that living? 
and fast forward thousands of years later, you got a guy flipping burgers, you know, to support his family or whatever. Is that is that living? I mean, you watch TV though, right? I mean, what is what is the value of our lives nowadays in America in 2017 on November 7th? What is the value of life? You know, what, what are our values? We value family, right? What, teaching our family. You, know, you work a 40-hour week if you're lucky. Maybe more if you're unlucky because you have to support your family. Yeah, your average commute's 45 minutes. Uh, that's that's eight hours. So you're working an eight-hour day, with a 45-minute commute, maybe. You know, most averagely, that's uh, was that 90 minutes together? So that's what eight, nine hours, 30 minutes. Some of us uh, have lunch. My lunch is 30 minutes, so that pushes my time away from home, eight hours and 30 minutes. Say my commute is uh, 90 minutes. You know, 45, 45 back depending on traffic. It's 90 minutes. It's two extra hours. It's 12 hours out of a day. And then um, you come home, you have some time, and you gotta like spend time with your kid, your family, because that's what you're doing it for, right? You're doing it for your family, if that's you. So you spent 12 hours away, and then you see, you're there, and you do the homework for an hour, and, and then you like, what, you eat? And that takes what 30 minutes because we're all about eating fast. This is assuming that you know someone's cooking and or cleaning, <laughs> and then um, you gotta you know wash yourself up, you know, and go to bed and repeat the cycle. And so, what are you living for? You know, are you living uh, just to uh, spend an hour and a half with your uh, family? just to start it all over again watching TV and go to bed that's 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 life that's what we do and that's the grind but the weekends you make up for it so that makes it okay you go places huh uh, yeah I mean like if you weren't doing anything and you were just getting paid would you want to do more with your life like work? Would you want to work? I know what I would do. I didn't really finish any other thought. I'm like, what's the value of life? Tell me your thoughts on podcast for me at gmail.com. But if I was rich, I would try to pursue things like like jujitsu or some martial art, or rock climbing, or things like that. Something that tests humanity. And I think like uh, getting into a community would be great. I'm not a big church guy. Uh, but like if it was a sporting event like 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 a martial art or something like that get that kind of community going that'd be tight go to college not to just get a pretty degree but to like learn to actually learn that's what college should be is like a, an advanced knowledge where you actually learn something that you want to use and utilize um, should be told when do you use calculus honestly in your day-to-day -day life I know a quantum physicist may use calculus to an extent, but you who is a doctor, are you using calculus? No. How about you, lawyer? Using calculus? Shut up. You ain't using no calculus. Yeah, retail uh, owner, manager or something? You using calculus? No.
I using calculus? Why is that even there? Teach you to think? I think you know how to think. You don't even know calculus to really stretch your brain out. Why don't you stretch your brain out in things that you do do in your day-to-day -day routine, like driving, uh, seeing patterns in traffic, maybe maybe how to eat right. I should teach simple things like that. Um, let's see what else we got here. Podcasting's hard. Um, in the sense that, like, it's a learning process if you don't know anything. Uh, psh, for the longest, I couldn't understand how to get my RSS feed, which is like a thing. Like, I didn't know how to get my podcast numbered up, but I guess there was like a permissions thing that I, I didn't do. So if you guys share this podcast, that'd be great. That's a thing you could do. <laughs> you could download it and share it. Share away. I don't care. I do care. I want you to share. I want you to spread my word across the ages. But what is my word? I'm just saying things. I'm just rambling, really. Um, let's see here. What, what was War reveal voting gone wrong. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Listen to this podcast. You guys should read this dude's book, Sebastian Younger. He's got a bunch of books about tribes and things like that. He's a real smart guy. Uh, talks about how people break into tribes and uh, how we are in this day day and age it seems like uh, people are at their happiest moment after uh, defeating some kind of adversity earthquake happens you go and help other people flood happens you go and help people war happens you come back and help people and it's like a moonlight a light and, uh, period moonlight, uh, honeymoon period where you're just like uh, like 9-11 happened people afterwards are like I love you you know, it's hard, hard, hard incident. You know, and he talks about that, and I was just like, "That's yeah, true." Like, you you feel like you're at your best in a hard circumstance, and then when you come through at the other side, you feel really good about life. But that only lasts. That's fleeting. And I think that it, that's a. Uh, I think he said something to that effect. Uh, like it's a maybe it's a genetic trait. We used to be hunted by animals and day to day you're about to be killed so you're living day to day you're the hero of your own story you know because you survived and other people survived and so that brings a, a bit of a camaraderie around each other you know hey you survived that tiger I saw you survive that lion you guys are like a stronger group you know something that's lost you know I mean like I, shit, I don't want to get attacked by a lion or fear of being attacked by a lion but really like I find it that my life is more of a grind in the sense that, you know, you work and you come home and then you sleep and then you repeat and then, you know, you have your TV and your social media here and there. But that, I mean, like really the one thing that's pushing you down and the grind itself is life. You know, it's like you're not worrying about some tiger killing you immediately. You're worried more about your bills and things like that. But that they don't immediately get you, but they slowly kill you. It's like you're being poisoned all through your through your life, and that's it. And then you eventually just die. You know, that's most people. Like I work in the medical field, man. We just got old people who just made it, and uh, yeah, they're just just hanging on, just to hang on. That's what they. Do. That's what people do. Uh, you, get the, you get the occasional per person who's like a hero. They they, they did things, but they don't see it much. We're just clinging on to this thing we call life, and uh, 
what is that that we are clinging to? I mean, a sense of raising your family to have it better than you do. And I guess that's that's admirable, but really, it's not like they're going to be attacked any minute now. And with your camaraderie, hey, you, you, you and the suck too, you know, we're, we're both just grinding life out, you know. And really, what time do I have to hang out? Maybe the weekends? But then you're trying to reconnect with your family. It's hard to hang out with your friends. I mean, the, the time you're hanging out with your friends, I mean, you, you just missed out hanging out with your family. I mean, that's just life. I mean, you really have to sacrifice, right? Yeah, I'm not hanging out with you. Like, for instance, I got a, is it next week or the week after? Got a birthday thing I'm going to, and that's time I, I'm not hanging out with my family. The hour that I get to hang out with them, you know? And I sacrifice sleep because I have to stay up a little bit later just to hang out. And uh, you do need that. You do need that friendship. But you only do it every once in a while. Like a, last time I hung out with my friends was like months ago. You know? I mean, if you're able to hang out with your friends every day, that's cool. I mean, but there's something sacrificed there if you're just hanging out with your friends. If you're not married, you're single, you're a little bit more free. But you don't have that... Um, person you're going through the shit with, you know, I got my wife, and she's grinding it out too, we're both pushing forward, uh, to what end, I don't know, uh, if you don't have any, uh, if you don't have a wife or a significant other, uh, you're just there, uh, I guess you're free to do whatever you want, really, right, do you, I don't know, it's been a while since I've been single, Yeah, Sebastian Younger though, man, he he, he uh, contributes all the people killing themselves now in this day and age and shooting all these people because no one has no people have a sense of purpose, you know. How can they be the hero of their tale? Like shit, you know, when you watch a movie or a TV show, uh, other than the word protagonist, you're you're working for the hero. You're like, I want this hero to win. You know, there's exceptions to that, but most of the time, it's the hero. You're with them. And why is that? Because you want to personify the hero. You want to be that hero. Maybe you don't want to uh, out loud, but subconsciously, you are that character, and you're identifying with them, and you want them to get to the end of the story. And that's who you are as people. You want to be the hero of your tale. Sometimes you're just passengers. You're just, you're just an extra. But no one wants to be considered that. They want to, they want to move forward in their own story. And uh, the life that we lead now in America is not not allowing you that. You just work, and then you you get paid and uh, <laughs> you pay bills. That's what you do. It's life. Maybe maybe go on a vacation, and that that's cool. Vacation to break from all, all the things. But you have to come back to life back. To reality, <laughs> I love that song. Um, life tough, yeah. I mean, I think the better person is the person who's created through adversity. You know, like I heard, uh, I think Joe Rogan said it. He said that, uh, or maybe he got it from somebody. He said that uh, uh, d uh, diamonds are created out of pressure. You know, like a, a great person is created out of uh, hard life, you know, and uh, I think we have it too easy, and I, uh, 
you know, like you, you hear people complain about the most mundane things, like standing in line. I, I'm I'm a party to it too. I I, I I complain about some shit too. I catch myself complaining. I think to myself, really, is this something to complain about? Not really. But uh, most people maybe complain about things like I didn't get my coffee. I didn't get my I didn't get my meal. Like uh, I ordered this with no tomatoes, and there's tomatoes aplenty. Me personally, I don't really care. When it comes to food, I order something and they mess up. I'm pissed about it for that fleeting second, but then I get over it and I go out about my day. I notice that when life is really hard, I'll really focus on those little things, but I think that's everybody, really. And if you find yourself getting mad at every little thing, uh, life is hard for you. It has to be if you're getting mad about little things. Or maybe you have no greater... Uh, threat to you, so you have nothing else but the little things to uh, be mad about. So pick up a hobby, uh, work out, push yourself, create something in that it's hard for you to the point where when you stub your toe, uh, shit, that sucks. Or you're, you get a parking ticket, you know, those are the worst, right? Parking tickets get a parking ticket uh, it's pretty much a even if it, you it's on it, it, it's not right that you got the parking ticket you parked everything right you're in the right zone and this guy gives you a parking ticket because you're parked upside down or some stupid shit that's a one-way argument you already got the ticket there's nothing else you're done you're done <laughs> you, you get that ticket <laughs> and then you get all like, ah, oh well, ticket. I mean, this shit happens. You get a cold, this shit happens. Because you're so worried about other things. I mean, uh, so. Can't always get what you want, but if you try sometime, you might get what you need. Is a song, famous song. Uh, I think it's uh, with the Rolling Stones. Anyway, sing that. And it, kind of makes sense right I mean you really can't get what you want if you think about it you, you want a million dollars but if you were poor yesterday and you're rich today it's not that money ain't gonna change anything except you have more money is a, a thought that uh, this one guy uh, Mark Cuban I think he's a rich dude he says that 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 he says that and um, is he right I mean I mean there has been proven people that win the lottery they're end up poor at the very end of it. I like to think I'm different from those kinds of people. That if I was rich that I would be able to do different things. I know I would pursue other things other than work. Try to better make the better meat. That's just how I, I roll. But yeah you can't always get what you want but you would get but you, sometimes you'll get what you need or something like that. Was that you can't always get what you want. But if you try, sometimes you get what you need. Okay, yeah, so if you try, you might get what you need in the sense that you're not going to get a million dollars, but if you try sometime, you might get enough money just to live. <laughs> That's life. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Jobs not making people whole. No time. Good for soul. Community. So I wrote, I'm, I'm reading off these notes that I came up with, and um, I wrote, uh, jobs not making people whole. 
it's like a brunt of your time other than sleeping is working if, if you're the average person or below average I don't even know what that means anymore more people are poor than average uh, but then again that's because you're comparing yourself to others but I mean whatever because there's okay there's 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 me I'm middle class I guess I mean I got an apartment what is that middle class I mean pay rent <laughs> what does that make us below average it's not like I want to buy a house but the houses are just too expensive I mean like you could afford a certain amount but houses are way past that amount I mean you could just buy these houses the loan but you couldn't afford the mortgage a lot of people fall into that trap. I mean, you shouldn't really try it. I mean, like, some people just fall into that trap and they just foreclose later on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, most people will have to work and they spend most of their time either sleeping, which they can't help. I mean, you need eight hours of sleep, you know, at least. Uh, you gotta work. That's 40 hours right there. And then what do you do with the in between time? good chunk of your life is spent working and jobs you don't want to work I like my job I help people and things like that but I mean like if I did have all the money in the world I mean I wouldn't be working of course right try to be bettering myself I mean that's my dream my aspirations you know but will that ever happen probably not so I am resolved in my way of trying to enjoy my job. You know, you just got to try to enjoy it and just embrace the grind of life. You know, and make a podcast. That's fun. It's not a bit of a grind. It's fun. Get your thoughts out there into the ether. But there are people out there that are less fortunate to be. They live in other countries where they can barely get water. So in comparison to me to them, my life is good. Comparison to me to say uh, Seth MacFarlane who made uh, Orville, his life's pretty good. He has more money than I do, so in, my, in comparison there, his life is good. It's all relative, right? He's probably sad about something. I'm probably sad about something. But is the person who's fighting for water uh, f sad about something? Do you think they are? Well, they get water and they're happy. They're happy with just water. Imagine that. I just pour water into a cup and I'm good to go. Doesn't make me happy because I have it. You know? I'm all like, I want to be at Seth MacFarlane's level. I'm just using him because he's queued up on my computer right here. Because I'm looking at that reveal. But I wonder what, what his deal is. Like, he wants to be famous. What are his dreams, you know? These actors who have the money. These people who have money, what what do they aspire to? More money? Is that their goal? More money? <sighs> well, uh, talked about life, news, some movies, anything about video games now? Same thing. Same thing. I haven't really played any games. Let's see here. Anime? I haven't watched any anime. And uh, TV shows. Watch The Walking Dead. Uh, great episode. 
show is kind of uh, dying out, though. You do have every time I see a long pause to someone's face and nothing's happening, I'm like, oh, you're just eating up that time. Uh, Daryl seems to be more evil. He just starts, well, not evil, but he just starts killing. He ain't gonna have a conversation about uh, should we let these people live. He just is. Uh, Rick seems to be broken up about things. He's like, hey, we can't kill this guy. And he kills him. Oh shit! I guess, we're, guess, I guess we can. Huh. Um. Let's see here. Well, well, it seems like I'm just trying to drag this shit out for no reason at all. Um, if you want to email me, I'm at podcast for me at gmail.com. Yes, that's podcast for f o r not the number. Me at gmail.com. Go in and email me uh, if you can. If you have any conversational things you want me to bring up, want to hear my thoughts about things. All right, everybody. You rock if you're listening to this, by the way. All right. Take it easy, y'all. Have a great week. Try to find something in life, you know, more than yourself. You know, without having to blow some other person up, up and don't try to kill anybody. Do that. Alright, there you guys. And the devil is good.